There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Now, listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well Best Bits of Tonight's show. Wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. I'm glad to say the news agenda is moving on today and coronavirus lockdown restrictions are being eased. Thank goodness for that. And from Monday... Groups of up to six people will be allowed to meet outside wow. in England. Well, let's check out some of these things with Andrew Griffith, the Conservative Member of Parliament for Arundel and South Downs. And that's a very nice part of the country Lovely. for uh, you yeah. to be an MP in. Andrew, good evening. Thank you, good evening. I mean, some people are saying, do you think we've just been doing this for too long now? But that's an argument that will just go on and on. Who knows? Let's just get on with what we have. Because we have a lot to do to pick up. Oh, excuse me, got hiccups. Pick up the economy. Well, we might have to go back as well if it goes wrong. Oh, you're always a pessimist. Well, I'll just keep you know, just keep it real before we all start you know. congratulating each other. I'm not well, inviting okay, you around okay. for the. Go on, Andrew. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Now, now, I don't know. I don't know what you think, but I think now we've got the sort of architecture. We've got the testing. We've got the tracing. Mm. Um, you know, maybe we'll have a bit of quarantine. I'm not the world's biggest fan of quarantine, but but having the idea of it, if we did see another Wuhan, um, actually, I think that gives you the ability now to go through this sort of sensible unlocking. Uh, and if it comes yeah. back, if there's another wave, you've got to yeah. you've got to say now we'd be a lot better off to deal with it than for whatever yeah. reason. And we, we were could do it regionally rather than nationally as well, couldn't we? Correct. Oh, Correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct. And in the meantime, um, I... people can get back. To doing what they need to do because it's yeah. you know, there's a lot to be done on the economy. Yeah. Not only is there a lot to be done on the economy, Andrew, but I hate to bring this up, but we've got to get ourselves extricated from the European Union. Indeed, do you don't need to apologise I mean, for bringing I, that I, up. That's something that British people <laughs> twice voted for, and we 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 need to get on and do it. Well, yeah, because uh, me and Ash, of course, very staunch Brexiteers here, aren't we? Yeah. yeah Much to the upset of some of our colleagues, you know, some of the namby-pamby lefties. Yeah. Are you having a cocktail, Um, Andrew? I could hear it. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. I wish. Uh, I am. Glass of wine. But it helps the lockdown ease the lockdown away, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) After we finished the show last night, I consumed nearly a bottle of wine. Well, but yeah, that's the thing. It's going to be a shock when people have to pay pub prices again. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of incomes will be affected. 
I don't know why. I mean, it just seemed to go down quite nicely and I was relaxed. Well, yeah. I suppose after the first two glasses I was. Sorry, Andrew, we digress. Um, no. But this this whole business about well, the European I, I, I Union. Shall, I shall I shall organise a whole tasting list of English wine. Because one of the one of one of the claims to fame of Arundel is uh, we are the home of English sparkling wine. So yes, it's fine down. There. Well, hang on, hang no no no. Hang no, on, no, hang no. on. I live yes. in Kent. Well, I don't live far. I, I suppose yes, I live reasonably. I used to do a radio show from a studio based in Arundel a few years ago, and I used to commute from here. Uh, down there, sort of about three quarters of an hour, I suppose, and um, and we have fabulous near where I live in a, a, a town called Tenterden in Kent, yeah, just outside. Yeah. There's a wonderful vineyard there. It does some of the most lovely champagne. Indeed, indeed. I knew I'd get into trouble. Well, it's see. not champagne, though, is it? It's let's fight. It's not champagne. It's sparkling. <laughs> it's better. It's it better. is better. Yeah, it's better. It's better. It better. Well, it's had a couple of gold medals in uh, in what's it's against champagne, yeah. but yeah. Um, uh, and a lot of champagne uh, vineyards have bought up land in Kent. They may have bought up land near yeah. you as well because the soil yeah. is the same. Yeah, the chalky yeah. soil. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same yeah. soil, and as, the, as they think it's getting sunnier, um, then um, there is a there, by by hectorage we have a lot of hectorage apparently in West Sussex, <laughs> and and you've got a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, the famous brands which I shan't mention tonight um, are based around. Because no, if you mention one, you must mention them all, as the MP, know. you know. Yeah, but I mean this exactly. lockdown. You can imagine, can't you? This, this lockdown. Chapel down is the one I'm near. Oh dear, it slipped out of my mouth. I'm so sorry. This this lockdown though, I mean, who's going to admit that you know take fourteen days out of work if they only get paid you know as they work? They're not fair. What you mean the testing, tracing, and testing? Yeah, I mean, who's going to admit or who's going to avoid work if they don't get paid? I mean, these people aren't going to get paid, are they? If they isolate for fourteen days? Well, that's a very clever question, Ash. Thanks, man. Andrew's having to think. He's just taking another sip. Oh. So, um. Look, the uh, I think look, people. I don't know what you think, but people have been very responsible. Um, actually, they've been more compliant, haven't they, than we all thought going in. The big, the big worry yeah. was was that people would just carry on, be irresponsible. Actually, the challenge, and it is a challenge now. And, and you know, the chancellor's on the case, and and the government of picking up the ball on this. But the big challenge actually is get to get everyone back to work. Uh, good. Andrew Griffith, thank you very much. Conservative Member of Parliament for Arundel and South Downs. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Just by me in the little town of Fathersham, very nice town, they are arguing like mad over there. Uh, they, they want to build, and I see, uh, the UK's largest solar farm capable of delivering clean power to 91,000 homes. Uh, it'll be built on the North Kent coast, if given the go-ahead by ministers this week. For various reasons, I would say, the impact on the immediate environment and the visual impact of the landscape. Anyway, let's find out, because Sir David Melville is Vice Chairman of the Fathersham Society. Sir David, good evening to you. Welcome to the programme. Um, so this could be the UK's largest solar farm. Why are some people getting so upset? Well, let me say first, James, uh, thank you for having me on. Um, uh, not only the UK's largest, but the second largest in Europe. Um, and uh, one of the biggest in the world. Uh, so one of the reasons people are upset is that 
this is hugely out of scale for the landscape that it's in. Yes, we're all in favour of solar power, and we've got lots of the kind of uh, solar farms that you've mentioned in fields around. Yeah. Nobody objects to those. They go through local planning, and everyone's positive. But this is absolutely huge. It's two miles by one mile. Um, and uh, the solar panels are very different from the ones uh, uh, that you see around you. They're the height of double-decker buses um, and mm. extremely uh, uh, intrusive on a beautiful bit of the landscape. It's damaging to wildlife. But it's not, I mean, I've, I've been there many times. Um, I've been there many, many times, David, and it is nice, but you'll still be able to look out to uh, the estuary, and um, it's not a place you really go and walk, is it? Well, let, let me say first of all, and uh, I don't know if you'd picked up the news today, but the Secretary of State has actually approved it uh, today. Oh, right. was the day. So we're talking about a, a slightly different situation. But uh, uh, we are extremely disappointed, if, if not angry. There's, there's a lot of local anger about this. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's, uh, it's an eyesore. Um, it, it relates to a piece of... Well, it'd be of worse if they built a sort of coal-powered um, uh, uh, a power station or something like that, or a, a nuclear power station. Then you would have something to complain about. Well, it, I, it's not sensible to compare... <laughs> worse with worse, as it were. But no one's losing their house, are they? Like a, a, an air, you know, a, a new airstrip or something. No one's going to actually lose any property. You know? Well, let me get on to the uh, the other issues. And uh, yes, you wondered why um, why this is dangerous. Well, in addition mm. to this being the second largest in Europe, just outside Faversham, this is on our doorstep. Um, uh, the battery installation that goes with it will be the biggest in the world. In fact, it's five times bigger than anything else that's been built before. Gosh. You know, the giant battery I'm thinking in, of a tourist uh, attraction Australia. here. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking uh, this would be something people might want to come and look at. In America, that's what they do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah turn it into a tourist attraction. The biggest, the biggest in the world. This is going to be five yeah. times bigger. These are lithium-ion batteries that are known to fail, known to cause runaway fires, throw flames of up to 70 feet, cause fire and explosions all around the world. In fact, they've, they've actually been uh, effectively banned uh, in Arizona, where there have been a number of recent fires. So they, the risk of fire... Probably they're not going to be built as... But if well there was a fire, would it be endangering people? Because are there people living there? Not really. No, there's there's nothing there. Yeah. Um, there's well, nothing there. There are people within less than a mile. A couple of questions, uh, Sir David, because I'm, I've got to go to a commercial break. But if I could just ask you firstly... Uh, now it's been passed by the government and uh, they can get on and build it. Presumably you're not going to take that. So what are your plans to sort of try and get it turned around? Well, the stage it's at is that uh, the Secretary of State's approved what's called the Development Consent Order. And there's quite a lot of detail in that. So obviously uh, we're going to look at that. Literally, it, it, mm. it, came, it came out of just a few hours ago this afternoon. So obviously we're going to look at that to see if there are any any grounds in which there isn't an appeal process, but potentially uh, it can yeah. be reviewed judicially. Um, and uh, uh, just in the response I've seen in, 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 from around the town, lots of people are expressing their anger. So I'm sure uh, in general the population isn't going to lie down. We Get some we local to... celebrities like James involved. Um, maybe. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we had a position. Uh, Faversham's got 19,000 people. We had a position mm. and 4,000 people 
have signed the petition. Yeah. I mean, very strong local office. Mm, all right. Uh, so, David, thank you very much indeed for your time. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on it. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. But now... Something we haven't been talking about in this country very much, and I think we should have done. Police and protesters have clashed for a second night in the U.S. city of Minneapolis after an unarmed black American man died in police custody. Tear gas was fired by the police while protesters threw rocks and sprayed graffiti and businesses were looted and fires were set. George Floyd, who was 46, died on Monday. And yet we've seen this before in America. Why is it? That some, not all, but some Americans cannot forget well, yeah. the, the the sort of uh, the racial lines that there used to be. Not that long ago, I'm afraid. Well, let's talk to our very good friend, Pastor Mark Burns from um, where is he from? Where, where are you from, Mark? I've forgotten. Easily, South Carolina. I thought we were friends, James, and you don't remember where I'm from. I knew. I, oh, I, I knew, Pastor Mark. I knew. Yeah, yeah, South Carolina. No, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry, Mark. Yeah. I, it slipped my mind. I beg your pardon. Yeah. You are, you know, you are a, a vital member of President Trump's team, and um, uh, you're hoping eventually to possibly become the first, as you put it, the first real black American president. How are your, um, how are your hopes going for that? First of all, that was a joke, okay? I'm very proud that we did elect President Barack Obama, uh, 44th President of the United States of America. But did he do a lot for black people? No, he did not. Of course, we're realizing that now, especially with um, crazy Joe Biden and his comment he just mentioned a couple of days ago (laughs) about saying you ain't black unless, you know, if you don't know the difference between me and um, Donald Trump, like the Democratic Party owns the black vote, the audacity that Uncle Joe Biden would even say that. But that connects us to what we're taking place right now with the death of uh, of George Floyd. I mean, again, the, the you know, the chaos that's taking place right now in Minnesota is, is horrible. Uh, first of all, I'm very happy that those four officers have been um, fired, and I, and I think they have been arrested. I do know the mayor. Um, of, 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 um, the mayor has asked for uh, the charges to be brought up against all. They shouldn't have had to be asked though. They were just fired. They should have been arrested immediately. I mean, that, you know, it's all on I film. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I agree with you one hundred percent. I mean, again, I back the blue in the United States of America and across the the, the country. I mean, I've been to the beautiful uh, country. I've been to UK many times. I've been to London many times, and and, and the law enforcement there are great. Um, of course, you got bad apples everywhere. Yeah, but, but not like in America. It does happen that. here, but not like in the states. I mean, you had that jogger shot the other day. The guy was just murdered by those two, the one ex-policeman, and of course the guy in New York that was strangled. Absolutely. And these are just ones caught on film. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, Will Smith said it best. He said racism isn't getting worse; it's just getting filmed. Um, you know, mm. these are the things that black people in America have been facing throughout. You know, um, you know, since the days of slavery. And I guess we have advanced a lot, greatly have a lot, but there's still a systematic system of racism that still exists. And, and yeah. what you saw happen, this man was clearly, um, you know, he was murdered right there in broad daylight by the police. Uh, and, and, you know, the tra- a new training process has to be put in place. I'm very happy. I had a urge, I urge, I urge uh, the president um, to say something, at least one of the children to say mm-hmm. something. I was so honored, so happy that he issued a statement that stated um, that he, you know, clearly praying for the George Floyd family. He's an active FBI who was well involved into the uh, investigation of, of the murder 
of George Floyd, and and I'm and I'm pretty sure some some charges are going to be following very soon. Well, without question, that's where the Thirteenth Amendment comes from. Mm-hmm. I can talk about this all day long. I mean, I, the Thirteenth Amendment. Well, you can't, but you, 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 Mark, Mark, you can't tonight because in about thirty seconds you've got to talk to the president. <laughs> well, I've got to get and I'm still, I'm, I'm still, you, James. Uh, I'm talking to you. I'm still, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, and I expect you to come on my show when, uh, when you come over here next time, come into our new studios. Absolutely, I think you'll man. enjoy them. Um, but I, I want you to put a good word in with Trump and see if you can get me the, the first real interview with Trump in the UK. We, we have to make that happen. Absolutely. I know, I know that you're a fan. We got to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, that will be, that will be excellent. Uh, Mark, listen, uh, enjoy your meeting, and we'll talk again soon. It's really sad to see all this going on in uh, yeah, yeah. Minneapolis, and I hope I hope it actually uh, calms down soon as well. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Cheers, Pastor. Thanks a lot. Pastor Mark Burns. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. That was uh, the clips for today. The worst of whale. Or sorry, sorry. The best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.